All right, so welcome to episode 70 of Cloud Conversations. I am your host, Harvey Banks. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or you've said, Alexa, play Cloud Conversations, first of all, thank you. Second of all, give this a five-star rating. Leave me a review. Let the tech companies know that this is the type of content that you like to consume on a Tuesday evening, Wednesday morning, whenever it is you're going to consume this. Now, a little bit of housekeeping. What you will not be doing is watching this on YouTube right now or in the foreseeable future because inexplicably, they decided to suspend my account due to community violations. I don't even know what that means. Uh, I reached out to them and they didn't even get back to me. So the way I see it, y'all can keep the account. I won't be back because like my voice is just too sexy to need video. So that's just kind of the way it is. And that's how I feel about it. Now, unless we get a better option or something gets resolved with the video, it just won't be video. And I don't care about that because like I'm an audio guy anyways. And it was a lot of work trying to get music to be, I don't know, cleaned up for YouTube. So that being said, today's episode is going to be fun because it's back to like the old format. We're going to start with shit I don't care about, but I probably should. Uh, I'm also going to try to clean up some shit that Stephen A. Smith tried to say on TV today, but they got right at his ass. And then I'm going to end it with a good word. Again, it's episode 70, Cloud Conversations. I'm back with the jams. Let's go. Special shit I don't care about today. Uh, I'm going to give you two things, actually. And I'm going to start off where I like left it before the song with YouTube taking away my YouTube account. First of all, I never started. I didn't start on YouTube like I started in podcasting. So the YouTube was like an added bonus and it was like a fun new arena to play in. And some of you guys like actually went and watched the YouTube videos as well. And there was comments on there and it was pretty cool. So like it was worth doing. Don't get me wrong. But like it's not worth chasing Google down to continue to let me do it just because that's not even my bread and butter. Like that's not my wheelhouse. So when I randomly got the email that my account had been suspended and then like I went through the steps to like try to figure out why and got super dumb generic emails back that actually never led to any kind of information. I was just like, ah, it's not going to ruin my day. So like we here <laughs> still, uh, if you never watched on YouTube anyways, nah, nothing changes. If you did watch the YouTube as well, 
I do appreciate you supporting on that platform, but like, I don't know. We here now. And as a, as far as YouTube goes, I might be back on there later on. I might not. It's really not that serious to me. Cause again, like my craft is with this microphone. It was never with that camera. So that's just that. And YouTube, I don't care. Now I say that now and I might be back on there next week, but as of right now, I just don't care. Um, on a more not heavier note, but like some other shit I just don't care about. So it's Pride Month everywhere, right? Uh, listen, I ain't trying to speak for the LGBTQ plus community. Ooh, I said that one good that time. <laughs> community or nothing like that. But like I'm about to speak for the LGBTQ plus community again because like. Hey, corporations, you don't have to put rainbow shit in your logo. Like now I I should probably talk to someone that's a member of that community to see if that actually does make them feel good or whatever. But like the optics from someone outside of that community that really fucks with that community, that really cares about that community makes it seem like. You might just be trying to make some money off that community. And don't get me wrong. We we're all making money off of something that does that doesn't necessarily belong to us. And I don't want to get into like communities belonging to certain people. I don't want to get into that talk about it. But like. We got to call out like straight up when we see it and it's obvious. Right. So like if your brand 11 months out of the year doesn't really have any action to support your cheerleading for that one month a year, you should probably just leave it alone because I don't think that like, and again, I don't know. Cause I don't speak for them, but like, I don't think that I don't think that the gay community is looking for you for validation. Now they might be, I don't know. Again, when it's, so let me just explain my my level of thinking when it comes to like the gay community or the LGBTQ plus community, though I'm not a member of that community. Like I equate it to like a lot of the struggles that black people deal with. Right. So like it's kind of the same when it comes to discrimination. And like although I don't ever really compare trauma or struggle, like when you're looking for a way in with empathy, it's a good way to go. And I know that the NFL putting in racism on the back of helmets and in the end zone and at the same time blackballing Colin Kaepernick was wild to me. It didn't necessarily make me feel like the NFL had my back. It made me feel like the NFL was under attack from a lot of different sides and they had to say they felt like they had to do something or had to say something because like the, just the funny irony in literally them putting in racism on the field and, and and just all their support for these issues that we're dealing with now is, yo, you literally had a player that was ready that showed you these things were wrong and you held him out of the league. But like the social climate was so hot that eventually you realize that if I'm going to play in this arena, 
then I got to kind of get with the wave of everybody else. And so the NFL then went all in on the, yeah, let's end racism. Although you probably don't care. And I don't know that that's your responsibility to care. So like, I think about that when it comes to LGBTQ plus people, right? They see it's so this is going to sound so weird, but like maybe you'll understand what I mean when I say this. They just kind of newer than us, right? Like <laughs> with black people and racism, that shit been around for so long. But like the LGBTQ community, like they've been dealing with shit, but like these are new shits, right? And so I think that they're at a phase where it's um, I'm not quite sure that it feels good to see brands that don't normally have anything or any programs or policies or anything that actually supports their community redo their logo to add some rainbow colors in it just because that's what the uh, their competitors are doing or that's what the other side is doing like i seen the funniest shit the other day so under armor posted on twitter kind of these stats about like LGBTQ plus community issues and then quickly deleted the tweet because here's what I think's going on. <laughs> and it was just funny as fuck to me because like, I-, I know how this went. So how this went was they probably hired somebody pretty young to handle their social media, which most all companies do because it's a smart thing to do, right? It's the most natural way to speak the language. Um, That person was probably like genuinely like, dope let's share something let's 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 do our part to try to help make a difference like literally from a general genuine place of i have care for these people and what probably ended up happening was that like the senior members on the board and shit because if you know anything about under armor you know what they look like at the top of that corporate structure chart Boy, I bet them phones, them phone calls came in so fast and you got to delete that shit. You got to delete that shit. You got to delete that shit because a lot of their fundraised and a lot of their money donations go to a different side than the side that normally supports the LGBTQ plus side. So not to get political on y'all, but like, come on, follow the money for one for two. I just don't think it's needed, bro. Like. And that's with all of them, like Under Armour, Nike, Adidas. Hey, Nike, I came to you for shoes. I think it's dope that you support this community, but I don't need you to support this community. I think it's cool that the NFL wants to look like they support ending racism, but I don't need the NFL to put end racism on the field to make me feel better about watching NFL football. We're going to watch. Simple as that. I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't look for these corporations to fix societal problems or to fix like stereotypes. Now, the corporations that go out of their way to implement policies like hiring policies, diversity policies, um, maternity and paternity leave policies, little things like that. When you got actions to support your theater. I really get down with that. But if you don't really got that, you don't got to A, start that, and B, you don't got to pretend because otherwise it's just theater. 
And we've seen this show enough. So I got to tell you, corporate companies jumping on this Pride Month situation. We don't care. Or I don't care. I guess I can't really speak for them. The responsible thing to do would have been to get someone from that community on here. But getting guests on podcasts is like pulling teeth because people I think I think people just get nervous about. I don't know, somebody exposing that maybe they really ain't being who they anyways, I ain't going to get into that again. At the end of the day, uh, support the LGBTQ plus community, support them in your community, support the people that you come across that, you know, are members of that community. If you own a company or you run an organization, make sure that you are putting actionable things into how you run your daily company and you good. And then if you want to, again, add the theater to the action, we want to see the show then. But if not, congratulations, you played yourself. All right. So now I'm going to shift gears to a it's funny because like the way this shit has been delivered is funny, but it's actually not a funny topic at all. Maybe again, we don't know enough to know, but like it's not a funny topic because the shit does happen way too often nowadays. Uh, But again, I'm only talking about like the expression and communication of ideas and how that shit how you might intend for that shit to come across and how that shit actually comes across and rarely is it the same thing uh so let me catch you guys up real quick on what the situation they were talking about was and then i'm gonna go into like what Stephen a smith said and what i know he was meaning to say but like y'all just really don't fuck with him this week so the internet tore his ass up for what he actually said but they were discussing uh, Deshaun Watson, the ex-Houston quarterback, the current Cleveland quarterback. So something like 24 women came out and accused him of sexual harassment. And that word is very important because a, a couple of them tried to accuse him of sexual assault. And two different district attorneys said that the, it doesn't meet sexual assault. But like, I don't know. I'm not going to get into what you think he did or didn't do or right or wrong. I'll say this. I do believe Deshaun Watson to be a nasty man. That's just me. But like the law is the law. And I don't know that he broke the law, but it just got weird. And the more women that come out, it gets weirder and weirder. But like in that time of he didn't play football last year. So the investigation happens and ultimately through the investigation, the criminal investigation, they say that there's really not enough to charge him uh, and to get a conviction. So they don't really pursue that. Now, 24 women have filed civil lawsuits against him. Now, civil court and criminal court is very different. Obviously, the most obvious thing is one you go to jail, the other one you got to pay. So in civil court, I do want to be clear about the idea that if he if he reaches a settlement with these women, it's not exactly an admission of guilt. I want to make that clear because I think a lot of the times we see settlement and instantly think that that's an admission of guilt. He might be guilty because I think he's nasty. But I'm just saying if we're looking at this from a calm eye, right, like we took our emotions out of it. There are times where it's literally cheaper and less stressful to pay 
for whatever's mistakes that you made. Now, even if you don't believe your mistake was like sexual harassment, your mistake just might have been getting yourself into that situation. Your lawyer might say, well, they're only asking for this much money. But if we go to court in lawyer fees alone, you're going to pay double that. You're going to miss another year of salary. It could just be worth it to kind of move on from that. Again, I don't have any information. I don't know that that's what he's going to do. I don't know any of that, but I want to be clear that if it does come out that that's what happened, understand that that's that's a pretty that doesn't necessarily mean guilt. Um, so it is important to note that the district attorney said there wasn't enough information to necessarily charge and get a conviction after that happened. Houston let him go, and essentially he became a free agent. The Cleveland Browns made him the highest paid quarterback. I think he could be the highest paid player as as in terms of like guaranteed money in the NFL, possibly NFL history. Like they went all in to get Deshaun Watson. Cleveland says that they did their due diligence and they had their own investigation. And like the contract that they gave him is very indicative of how they feel about that investigation. So that's important too. You don't give someone the maximum deal if you think there's if you think that A, he did this, or B, he could be facing time for this. So I think again, I think that's important to note. I don't know where that leans towards like if you if you believe he did it or he didn't do it. I again I'm not here to debate that. But that is of note in this story. Um, when an NFL contract is tendered, it goes to the desk of the league office. And the NFL, the league also has to sign off on this contract. The league also signed off on making Deshaun Watson the highest paid player in the NFL. So I don't know what that means as well because the NFL is notorious for launching Big time investigations to find out the information they need to find. But the league has also not said whether or not they were going to suspend Deshaun Watson. And that's the problem. So today on first take on ESPN, Stephen A, the show, the question basically was kind of like, what are they waiting on to to do this? Right. And. Stephen A led off with, first of all. They got to do something already, either suspend him or don't suspend him because it's taking too long for one and everything else seems to be resolved. And why would you allow him to sign this contract if there was going to be if you were just going to later suspend him or put him on the exempt list or something like that? But what he his point he, he, he attempted to make was and at first it sounded crazy to me, too, but then I understood what he was trying to say. What he was saying is. At this point, he doesn't want the NFL to make any decision, as in like when it comes to punishing Deshaun Watson, because he doesn't want a pro sports league to usurp the law, if that makes sense. So what he is saying is in the court of public opinion, if the NFL suspends him for sexual misconduct, he is going to be labeled as guilty of sexual misconduct in the court of public opinion because he's being punished for that. What Stephen A. Smith is saying is, well, you let, they let the law work its course. Like they let the legal process work and the legal process said, 
we don't have enough to charge him. He's not comfortable with the NFL then saying, we think we have enough to suspend him for this because he's saying, I don't know, if he didn't do it, if Deshaun Watson is innocent and these women, maybe it was a concocted plan or one or two had this plan and then the rest was like, oh, shit, I gave him a massage, too. Let me jump in on this. We might get some money again. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying that. But if let's just say that's the case. If the courts investigate and the courts say, yeah, nah, this is not that. And then he ends up getting suspended by the league for that. In the minds of most people, he becomes that even if he didn't do that. So like Stephen A wasn't trying to say he didn't do it or trying to say there should be no punishment. What he's trying to say is, well, the NFL initially said that they were going to wait for the courts to work itself out. And like the legal process did that. So now why would you step in and put yourself over the legal process? That's what he was trying to say. It just didn't come out that smooth. And again, like y'all just been on Stephen A's head. But he's right. Like he's right. I don't like that either. I don't like the idea because like think about it. Take take professional athletes out of it. Let's uh, for the people that have like uh, corporate jobs that where you make, you know, six figures or so. And sometimes not even that much. Most corporate jobs, when you sign your new hire paperwork, there's an NDA in there. There's also a lot of times like a morality clause in which they can use to get rid of your ass at any point if you bring them any embarrassment. Nowadays, those also include social media shenanigans. So be careful. But like, let's just say that you do something and or you're accused of doing something and your job lets go, lets you go. They shouldn't be able to punish you and let you go if the law ends up saying you didn't do anything. So what if you're screaming your innocence the whole time and then the law says, yeah, this person didn't do it. It's like if you give the companies that much power to like usurp the law with no reprimand, with no oversight, I think it's a slippery slope. And ultimately, that's what he was trying to say is it's a slippery slope. And he doesn't he wasn't comfortable with the NFL having that much power. Neither am I. But like, I don't know how you feel about this Deshaun Watson thing. I think I kind of mentioned it last week when I was talking about uh, Bill Cosby and a few other people, Trey songs and all these people that tend to always find themselves in these situations where there's smoke, there's fire. I do believe him to be a nasty man. I don't know that he committed sexual misconduct. I don't know the details of what happened. Honestly, I don't care to know. Uh, they're in civil court, so I'm guessing this is not going to go away anytime soon. But, like, just be careful about big brother overreach. Because then you start to get into things that have nothing to do with facts. You start to deal with things about, like, cost and risk and benefit. And those can never go your way. And you never want to be labeled using a formula that's made up of cost, risk, and benefit. Cause it's never going to benefit you. Um, that's all I got for you today. Uh, I'm going to end it on a good word for you though. Just because sometimes we need it. And the good word is this. 
It's simple. Simply do what you say you're going to do. Simply do what you say you're going to do. Because that's all that should ever be asked of you. And that being said, don't ever promise or say you're going to do something that you're not capable of doing. Because that's where like disappointment and stuff comes in. All of that stuff starts with communication. So whether it's in your relationship, friendships, partnerships, business wise, whatever. If you say you're going to do something, do it. And if you can't do it, that's different. But the the, the reason it's not done should never be because you didn't do it. Does that make sense? Because if so, don't give your word. Because as like. As the world gets faster and faster and smaller and smaller and like social media tries to diet coke language and word and what that means. Don't let it. We can fight against that. Be about what you say you about. It's that simple. I promise you, if you focus on doing that simple thing. Your relationship with people will get a thousand times better. Whether that's I'm going to be this, this and this for you. Or I'm not going to be this, this or this anymore. Keep it real with the universe and the universe is going to reward you by removing the shit that you don't need and giving you all the things that you do need. Sometimes it's an uncomfortable process. That's the process. Sitting here, guess I didn't make bail. Got time and a story to tell. Started when I was nine years old. Woke up and daddy was gone. I started hustling and they couldn't tell me nothing. Fronting in the hood, trying to be somebody. My soul was on empty. I was searching for something. Tried to be good, tried to keep from trouble, living too fast, trying to make good on a hustle, sometimes it get rough, coming from where I'm from, times got hard. Shady.